If you are listening to this in real time, then you know it is Black Friday. All of the excitement of the holidays, family, giving, this is where it all starts, the sales and the deals, all of the fun, and you're gonna get nothing less in this community. I've put together two really cool offers for you. One of them I only offer once a year at this time, and that one is a 60-minute, I call it a confidence call, but it's a 60-minute deep dive coaching call with me plus an eight-week plan built out. So we build this plan out together. And this is for my girls that want to be told what to do, want to ask me questions, want to dive in, get an hour of coaching from me, but are okay to take it on their own. They don't feel like they need the support and the accountability along the way. They just want this like deep dive with me, this awesome support in the beginning, an eight-week plan built out, and then you can hit the ground running. So normally this is $5.99. I'm offering it for $3.99 through the end of the weekend. Again, never offered it at this price before, so it's a pretty cool offer. And the second one is for my 10-week coaching transformation program called Evolve. This is for the round that is launching in January. So this starts the first week in January. I'm offering $300 off that, again, through the end of the weekend or until spots are filled because I only take a few women for that one. So any questions on these, feel free to email me, send me a DM on social media, but I'm super, super excited to bring you these offers and I cannot wait to work with you. Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy, it's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. This is a long-awaited podcast that you have been asking for, and I have answered it. I'm finally recording a podcast on syncing your cycle to your training. The reason I've delayed this podcast a little bit is because this is something that I am personally starting to do, and I wanted to get a couple months underneath my belt before I was giving really tangible advice on that. Right, I wanted to feel the highs and the lows. I wanted to see what worked, what didn't work for me, so I could have a little bit of story behind this. And look, this is something that I am just really starting to dive into as I've been on my hormone journey this year. If you're listening to the podcast, you know I lost my cycle for about six months because my body was just overly stressed. I had way too much going on and I wasn't taking care of what I needed to. 
my progesterone dropped, I lost my cycle, I started losing my hair, was losing my mind a little bit, and everything felt very overwhelming. And when I felt that sense of overwhelm, I really wasn't in a position to start sinking my cycle to my training yet. If you're dealing with anything when it comes to hormones, maybe it's PCOS, maybe you've lost your cycle, maybe you have a hormone imbalance, This typically happens due to overwhelm in certain areas of our life. So I want you to pick and choose when this feels really good for you, when this aligns for you, when this is the right time. Because the right time for me wasn't until a couple of months ago, even though this is something I started to learn about two years ago. You have to figure out when is right to implement it into your life. So just know that going into it with an open mind that you don't have to do this. It's going to look different for you than it looks for anybody else. There's no right or wrong way. There's what feels good for your body. When it comes to our hormones as women, the best thing we can do is listen to our body. Outside of all the advice out there, if you can just listen to your body and what feels good for it, you're going to be on your way to healing your hormones and living this really beautiful, balanced life. So a couple of disclaimers before we start this. Again, I just said, you don't have to train with your cycle if you don't want to. You can still see results without training to your cycle. So know that going in. Second thing, if you don't have a cycle, or maybe your cycle is really irregular, listening to these things can sometimes be frustrating because you don't know where you're at in your cycle to start syncing it. Or maybe you get a cycle every few months or maybe you haven't had one in a long time. You're trying to heal all these different things so you don't really know what phase of the cycle you are at. I totally understand that. I hear you. I see you. I have been there and I want to simplify this much, this as much as possible because it can get overwhelming Again, it's going to be tuning into your body. If your cycle is just a little bit irregular or you're not sure, really listen to cues your body's giving you, cues with energy, where your energy level's at, where is your sleep at, where is your recovery at, seeing how your body feels that day. Just because you show up to the gym with a certain workout or plan in mind and you go there and your body just feels completely exhausted, That's not a sign for you to chug caffeine and do it anyways. That's a sign for you to listen to your body because the more you do that, the likely it is that your cycle is going to level out more and this will become easier and easier. And the last disclaimer I want to make is that eating enough, getting enough sleep, and stress management are a thousand times more important than cycle syncing. Now that thousand times isn't scientifically proven. (laughs) I'm probably being a little bit dramatic when I say that, but hear me out. If you are eating 1,200 calories a day and if you are stressed and you're waking up in the middle of the night and you're not getting enough sleep and you're here to there and you're living life just to check things off a to-do list, but you want to balance out your hormones so you're trying cycle syncing, you're putting the cart in front of the horse, which sounds like a very my mom thing to say, (laughs) but... It doesn't make sense. You're not in a position where cycle syncing is even going to respond to your body because you have major cracks in the foundation. 
right? So if we have these massive cracks in our foundation and we're trying to fill in these, like fill it in with these little gaps or little things here and there, it's not going to create this really strong foundation, which means the impact of what you're doing isn't going to be there. Let's go back in. Let's lay a really strong foundation. So when we do start cycle syncing, our body will really respond to that. We on the same page? Love it. Okay. When it comes to our hormones, I hear all the time, my husband this, my boyfriend this, my partner that. He looks at a donut and he loses weight. It's important not to compare male and female. Yes, guys have the same hormones every single day of every single month, where ours look different every single week, which can make us a little bit emotional, a little bit irrational. We don't really know what we're going to get. But what it actually makes us is pretty badass because the female body is so damn incredible. So know this right now. Know that the body you're in is so damn incredible. And when you get it to start working for you, it's amazing. It's dropping this male idea of the crush it, the no days off, the push harder for more results. Like we've grown up in this very masculine diet culture, which I understand. Look, I still have part of that in me. I love a little bit of that, but I've learned how to balance it out with the feminine because if you don't, you end up really disconnected from your body and in a body that you don't understand. And, and for a lot of us, a body that has stopped responding. Now, there are the lucky ones that seem to be able to put their body under ungodly amounts of stress, workouts, runs, all the things, and their body still responds. We don't, we all have different genetics, right? It's not like that for everybody. So try not to compare yourself to anyone else's journey and just start to understand your body and your physiology. When it comes to syncing your cycle, I think the one of the biggest things that overwhelmed me, and I don't know if any of you can relate to this, I thought that syncing my cycle to my workouts meant that I had to be doing four different types of workouts every single week for every different phase of the cycle. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I love strength training. How am I going to see progress if I'm doing yoga one week, Pilates one week, and then I can only do my strength training for one week in there and then light cardio for the next. And it didn't make sense and it all felt overwhelming and I didn't want to do it. So I didn't. But This is a very different way of cycle syncing that I want to teach you today, a much easier way. I want to split the cycle into two different phases instead of four and just starting to understand your body in those different phases. And it doesn't mean you can't strength train. Like for me, I thought I only had one week where I could optimize strength training and that's not true at all. It's really just talking about how your body is feeling, how you're fueling your body through that, and maybe when to load and when to deload in strength training. And if you're not big on strength training, I'm going to get into other things you can be doing in this episode too that are going to feel best for your body. So step one is starting to understand the different phases of our cycle. So let's go back to our cycle 101. The two main phases are going to be the follicular phase and the luteal phase. But in between, there are some other phases. So we have our period, okay, when we are like the actual bleed, the actual period. This will last anywhere from, you know, three to seven days for women. 
Then you have the rest of your follicular phase, which is your period leading up until ovulation. Once ovulation hits, you are then entering your luteal phase, which leads you back into your period. So we have our period, follicular, ovulation, luteal phase. But really, our period falls in our follicular phase, and then we have our luteal phase. Ovulation is what separates it. So let me give you an example of what's going on in these phases before I get into talking about different training and different ways to optimize your nutrition in those phases. So during your period, we're going to talk about estrogen and progesterone. Those are going to be the two main hormones that are going to make the biggest difference on your energy, your mood, your sleep, your workouts, all the different things. So when you have your period, both hormones are pretty low. You have your progesterone and you have your estrogen. Both of those are low, which causes you to get your cycle. After your period, you will start to see your estrogen increase. And and even throughout your cycle, you'll start to see this estrogen increase, which is why after about day three, four-ish, you'll see your energy levels start to peak. It's almost like you're coming back to life again, right? So that's because estrogen is on the rise. When estrogen is on the rise, this is where we tend to feel our most creative, we're our most outgoing. We have like, like for me as a business owner, this is where I get all my ideas, is in my follicular phase when my energy is on the rise. It's like you're absolutely on top of the world. So the estrogen is going to rise up until ovulation and then... When ovulation hits, that estrogen starts to dip and it lowers into the luteal phase. As the estrogen starts to dip in ovulation, this is when our progesterone rises. So your progesterone is going to be high in the luteal phase and then it will lower again until your cycle. So really after ovulation, you know, the first five to seven days after ovulation, you still have both of those hormones feeling a little bit high. So it's not like ovulation hits and you're down for the count until your cycle. Your hormones are still on the rise. It's really not until, I would say, again, it's all gonna depend, the three to five days before your cycle where you're gonna notice a dip in those hormones and your energy levels really start to tank and you starting to want to go into more recovery mode, restorative mode when it comes to your workouts. So let's start at the beginning of our cycle. Let's start with menstruation. When you are in your first couple of days, you'll probably notice that your energy levels are a lot lower, you don't have a lot to give, and that's okay. You want to honor your body in those times. I still suggest movement. Things that are really amazing are going to be walks in the sunshine, the yoga, the Pilates. Again, this might just last for a day for you. It might last three to four days, depending on your hormones and how your body is feeling. For me, this is usually the first two days of my cycle, and after that, I start to notice a drastic increase in energy and strength. And what's really cool about this is I think, I mean, mean, this is what I thought for so long, is that when you're on your period, you're not supposed to be working out, and you either have that, you're not supposed to be working out, or you have the mindset of, I'm on my period, I'm bloated, let me push my body like crazy with cardio, and neither of those is really like the right route to go. So here's what's happening in your body. During your menstruation and your early follicular phase, your sex hormones are at their lowest point. There's no fertilization going on, right? We're not trying to ovulate or fertilize an egg 
which means we have more energy in our body to be used elsewhere for other things, which is really cool when you think about it. Like our bodies make so much sense. No wonder our energy levels are on the rise because it's not looking to fertilize an egg. It's not looking for ovulation. So we have more strength for other things. In this phase, we're going to notice a boost in immunity, a decrease in inflammatory markers because, again, our energy is being used elsewhere. Recovery is good. Endorphins are high, so pain tolerance is a little bit higher. So in this phase is when our body is more resilient to stress. This is a good time to actually start strength training. As you're coming out of your cycle, as those energy levels increase, this is where the intensity of your sessions can increase, which is fantastic. You can have better strength training sessions, better strength gains, better recovery, because our body is more resilient to stress. So this is the time we should actually be pushing for strength and pushing our body as we're coming out of our cycle. We can also tolerate higher carbohydrates at this time to fuel the higher intensity. Our body's main source of fuel during the follicular phase is going to be carbohydrates. So this is a time where we can actually have more carbohydrates and it can benefit our body without worrying about weight gain, right? We have to understand that carbs are our best source of energy. And during the times where it's optimizing the energy the best and stress in the body is the lowest, this is our prime time to do that. Now, again, when it comes to this phase, this is sort of a push-pull because you are the only one that can monitor how your body is feeling, right? I think for so many of us, we have been told that we're going to feel flat and tired and sluggish the entire time we're on our period, but that's not really how our hormones work. Again, the first few days you want to honor your body and not everyone might feel like crushing it during this phase. So if you feel like you need rest, go go for it. Like listening to your body is going to be number one. But if you're feeling those energy levels start to increase, this is where you can take advantage of it. So then we come into like the actual follicular phase where we have the like follicular up until ovulation. And again, this is great for strength. This is great for high intensity, for setting PRs. Muscle recovery is still going to be better. But because we have more energy in this phase, the one thing that some women will see is their appetite decreases because you have more energy for other things, right? It's not trying for ovulation. So just be cautious in this phase not to cut calories too low because your body, again, can handle a little bit more when it comes to carbohydrates. So in your menstruation to, let's let's just say the follicular phase in general, coming out of your cycle as you start to see energy levels increase, this is a time where we should be pushing for the strengths, for the PRs. It's a great time to prioritize high-intensity workouts and heavy resistance training. So if you are somebody that likes the boxing, the spin, the cycle, your body can handle more stress in the follicular phase than it can in the luteal phase. So if you love these workouts, it's not that you can't do them, it's when do we make them prime for our body? Can we listen to our body to see what feels good? But also, this is the time where we should be adding in those workouts. Like that two weeks is when we should prioritize the high intensity, be able to still do the workouts that we love and still get the results that we want.
Again, in this phase, remember that you are breaking carbs down faster, so you will need more carbs. You will need that energy in this phase and know that it will help you as you come into your luteal phase. This is where nutrition and training is so prime, like fueling our body instead of the restriction mindset of what can I have, it's what can I have to feel better, to fuel my workouts, to get stronger, to increase my metabolism. Know that cutting your calories down and doing cardio is doing the opposite of increasing your metabolism. So we're on this high from our follicular phase and we come into ovulation, which leads us into our luteal phase. So What's happening in ovulation is an egg is released from the ovary. After it's released, it moves down the fallopian tube, stays there for 12 to 24 hours where it can be fertilized. So this is why ovulation a lot of times will last maybe one day, maybe three days. Some women might feel really blah around ovulation. They might feel like it's almost a day where you feel like you're getting your period. You might have light cramping. You might have low energy levels as your body preps for this. And then others might feel the opposite. Again, this is where listening to your body is prime, right? If you're having this day, take that day, let your body do its thing. Because usually the next day, you'll feel opposite. Progesterone's on the rise. Estrogen is still fairly high. So we're still going to have energy. This is another good time for the high intensity and the heavy resistance training during the ovulation phase. And as you come into the luteal phase, progesterone will start to rise and estrogen will start to rise slightly as your body prepares for a possible pregnancy. If you're trying to get pregnant, if not, hopefully it's not a possible pregnancy. So in the luteal phase, what happens is catabolism is turned on. So catabolism is the breaking down of things in our body. So the breaking down of muscle is turned on, which means protein during the luteal phase is going to be really, really important to make sure we're keeping all of the lean muscle on our body that we're working for, because if not, it's going to tap into our muscle to try and get the amino acids, therefore breaking down our muscle, and that's the opposite of what we want to happen. So during the luteal phase, know that when it comes to nutrition, prioritizing protein is gonna be really, really important. Also know that in this phase, an increase in your core body temperature happens. This happens to protect the egg. So this is when you might start sweating more and exercising, and this is when you also might notice your hunger levels start to increase. Again, remember how I talked about in the follicular phase, you will naturally have a decrease in appetite because your body isn't preparing for anything, right? So it has energy for other things. And this is where fueling yourself properly in that phase will be very important in the luteal phase when our body core temperature starts to increase. We feel a little hotter overall. And also with that increase in temperature comes your body burning more calories. So as you lead up to your cycle, when we start to feel really, really hungry as women, there's a reason that we start to feel hungry. It's our body internally telling us that it might need a little bit more fuel. And when we listen to that, instead of what most of us do, is we ignore that and we say, I'm not gonna eat, I'm not gonna eat, why am I craving, why am I craving? And then our period hits and everything's down for the count. 
where most of the time, if we're fueling ourselves properly throughout and we're prioritizing carbs in our follicular phase and prioritizing protein in our luteal phase and giving our body a little bit more, we don't have that massive breakdown when it comes to our period where we just want to binge on everything. Again, because we're keeping our body more balanced and we're working with our cycle. So when it comes to training in the luteal phase, again, your first five to six days after ovulation, you might still feel those high energy levels. And if you do, that's awesome. As you come into your mid to late luteal phase, you're not going to be primed for high intensity work. You may feel sluggish. Your body is not primed for really, really stressful workouts. You're probably going to notice a reduce in like reaction time in coordination if you're trying to do crazy coordinated workouts. Blood sugar levels, all of these things will be impacted at this time of the month, which is going to be the reason why you have a decrease in aerobic capacity and strength. Also know that your immune system is going to be a little more suppressed at this time, so it's not the time to hit a lot of stressful exercise. This is a good time for more low heart rate, steady state aerobic workouts, if that's what you enjoy. I would say low to moderate. Um, This is where you can still strength train, but I would deload. I would be doing nowhere, this isn't where we're really going for our one rep maxes, pushing our body like crazy, doing the Metcons where you have the strength and the conditioning added in. This is where you're doing more of the base strength training, probably 60 to 7% of your max. But to be honest, this is a really good time to work on mobility, to work on drills, to work on functional strength, to work on core or Pilates, all of these things that help us build a super strong body. All of the things that we don't ever do that make our strength lifting and make all of our other training so much stronger and so much better. So this is a time where I want you to be working on these things, use it for what it's for. Because again, as you come back into that menstruation and the follicular phase the next month, your body is going to be primed for that. Why? Because you kept your joints mobile and you opened up your hips and you worked on things that you were needing to work on. And maybe you strengthened your core and you did Pilates, all working on the smaller muscle groups before you get back into strengthening the bigger muscle groups. So take advantage of the end of that luteal phase to do that. Also know that rest days are really important. We should be having one to two rest days a week at least. So if you want to leave your two rest days leading up to your cycle, do that. Do what feels good on your body. I still recommend walks in the sunshine, a little bit of really light yoga just to kind of keep our body moving every single day. But then also just sleep, relaxing on the couch, turning off that mind for a bit, setting boundaries those ways are going to be really important too. So in the luteal phase, when it comes to carbs and fats, this during this phase, fat utilization is increased and carbohydrate breakdown is decreased. So in this phase, we might want to pull back on carbs a little bit and really up the fats. If you think about what your body is doing, what it's getting ready for, it needs nourishment. It needs love right? So give it that. If you think of like fats as being a little bit more nourishing for your body and carbs being like the energy, the go-getter, let's go. We don't need that coming into our cycle. We need the nourishing, the love, like the little bit of a hug. So it's not saying, I'm not saying cut carbs out completely. I would never, ever say that. 
But this is where you can pull back on carbs a little bit and really up the fat. So the, replace the extra carbs that you were using in your follicular phase with a little bit more fat-dense food while also keeping protein at the top of your mind. I usually suggest about 20 to 30 grams of protein after your training. All right, so let's do a quick recap of that. We're breaking it down into two different phases. You have your follicular and your luteal phase. Your follicular phase is where you can do the HIIT training, the heavy weights, go for a PR, you're gonna have more energies. This is where you can increase your daily carbs and live your best life. In the luteal phase, again, beginning of your luteal phase, this is where you're still going to have those higher energy levels. As you go mid to late luteal phase coming into your cycle, this is where you wanna decrease the intensity of the exercise, focus on more functional movement, Pilates, mobility. This is where you want to increase your protein, increase your calories slightly, and focus on those really, really nourishing healthy fats for your body. And I'll always go back to what I said in the beginning, that listening to your body is going to be number one. My best advice is take a month to just notice how you feel during the different phase of your menstrual cycle, of like the whole month, not just the actual cycle part. Notice the increase in energy in the follicular phase, maybe the increase in strength, because not only is this good for training and hormones, but it also is really healthy for our mental and emotional health, because so often as women, we're feeling down on ourselves, we're feeling frustrated for, for being or feeling a type of way during our cycle when it actually makes total sense why we're feeling that way. And a lot of us go to guilt or frustration of I'm just not motivated, where when we have a reason of why we're not motivated, maybe we're in the end of our luteal phase coming into our cycle, well, no wonder. Honor your body. Give yourself grace for that. Be like, oh, this is actually what's going on. And I get it now. I understand we can take away that guilt and that shame. When you start to reconnect to your body, it doesn't just change your physical health. It changes your mental and emotional health too. So know that your body is different than everyone else's. What works for you isn't going to be what works for me, isn't going to be what works for your best friend. The best thing you can do is listen to your body. Start to understand it. Take a month to understand it before you implement training with your cycle. And then really just have fun. Remember, I will always say this gets to be fun if we let it be. And the more we can connect to our body, the more we can remember to add joy to our life, to love our hormones, to nourish our body, the better we're going to feel every single day. So I'm super excited that you learned all of this today. I'm excited for you to start implementing it just like I am. If you love this podcast, screenshot it, post it on social media, share some love, and I will share it back. And I'll see you in the next episode. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.